Well, welcome to the King's Church Week of Prayer podcast. My name's Dan and we're going to be spending this next few minutes just praying together, which I'm really excited about. You know, before this week of prayer began, somebody shared a word with us to say, we must come expectant and God wanted to write that word over this week of prayer. So as we approach God today, let's remember what he can do and what he is willing to do and wanting to do. In fact, Psalm 5 says, Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my sighing. Listen to my cry for help, my King and my God, for to you I pray. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my requests before you and wait in expectation. There's that word. So as we pray this week in the words of the psalm, you might be sighing or crying for help. You may be praying in the morning or the evening. You may be praying at home or at work on your lunch break or while walking the dog. The good news is that as we sigh and as we groan and as we lift our requests to God, he hears us. In fact, 1 John 4 says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So we can pray with confidence. We can lay our requests before him and wait for him to answer in expectation today. Here's some things that we can expect of him based on his covenant names and his covenant love to his people. He's Jehovah Jireh. That means he is the Lord, your provider. He's Jehovah Rapha. That means he is the Lord, your healer. He's Jehovah Nisi, which means he is the Lord, your banner. It was a battlefield kind of uh, episode where everybody was in disarray, but, but God said, come and rally to me. I'll be your rallying point when the struggles of life feeling as totally disorientated and in disarray. He's Jehovah Shalom. That means that he's your peace today. He's Jehovah Ra, which means he's your shepherd and he will always guide you. And how about this one? He's Jehovah Sidkenu. He's the Lord, your righteousness. Silencing the condemnation and the lies of the enemy, even as you're praying right now. And here's one more. He's Jehovah Shammah. The Lord is present. He is here now. So take a moment to rest in his covenant love for you. Let him speak these things over you. Peace, healing, guidance, provision, and nearness. Take a moment just now to share with God anything that's troubling you and that you're looking expectantly for him to break through on. Anything or anybody you are worried about, ask him to fill you with his assurance.
we're to expect that in this next few minutes as we talk to God that we will be changed. Our loved ones will be changed. Our church family will be changed. Edinburgh, the Lothians and the world will be changed. As elders, we've shared these three priorities that we feel God has given us as a church as we emerge from the pandemic. We'd love to spend some time praying these through and owning them before God over these next few moments. And those three priorities, just to remind you, are to rediscover church as the family of God, to reorientate ourselves to a great commission mindset, and thirdly, to be increasingly filled with the Holy Spirit. So first of all, to rediscover church as the family of God. God's plan to fill the earth with his glory has always been through a family. It started with Abraham, the promise that all nations would be blessed through his family. He, he chose something as imperfect as church family, <laughs> with all of its quirks that you and I have to be his primary way of sharing his glory with the world. The gospel writer John wrote that those who received Jesus, those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. We're adopted as his children in Christ. Let's take a moment right now to thank God. What a wonderful truth that is that you, me, we're part of the family of God. You belong. Thank him for that just now. Let's also pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ. You know, all the people we meet day in, day out, they're people who could potentially be part of this family. They could be a potential brother and sister and be part of this wonderful thing called the church. Let's take a moment to pray, first of all, for people that we would dearly love to become part of God's family. Let's ask him to help them find him today. Let's name those names before him. Lord, we pray for loved ones, family members. We pray for those we interact with in our homes and offices and workplaces and places of study. Lord, we pray for those who we chat to on the till at the supermarket. Lord, please would you seek and save them and bring them into your family. Look, now let's also pray for brothers and sisters we know who are struggling. Let's perhaps pray for those who are struggling with mental health or who are in another way unwell. Let's pray for those who are discouraged or anxious or feeling isolated or grieving. Let's pray for those who have lost their first love for Jesus. Let's pray for those who are facing extreme temptation 
to give up on Christ. Let's pray for them right now. Lord, please draw near to those who are struggling. Lord, we know that none can snatch them out of your hand. So please, Lord, today, would you reassure these ones in our, in our minds just now that you have a grip on them. We lift their names before you. And we remind you, Lord, that they belong to you, that you've called them and you've loved them. Please, Lord, would you show them your great love and mercy today. Now, King's Church is a big family. Let's take a moment to pray for people in our family. Let's first of all pray for people in your small group. Why don't you take a moment to thank God for them and ask God to bless them today. Pray for blessing and joy and encouragement for your small group leaders so that they can lead well. Take a moment to pray. Amen. But let's pray bigger as well. Because church is more than a small group or a serving team or a friendship circle. It's a body of many parts where we need one another. It's when we love and care for the whole body that the whole body works at its best. So let's make this visual. Just put your hand on your heart. Feel your heartbeat. Let's pray that we as a church family will feel God's heart beat in unity. Let's pray for God's love to circulate around every member of Kings. You know, they said that of the early church that they were one in heart and mind. What a remarkable statement. That in all of that diversity of people and ages and stages, that there was one heart, one mind, all for Jesus and his kingdom. Let's pray that for King's Church right now. One in heart, one in mind, Lord. We ask, Lord, wherever uh, we uh, wherever we sort of ask this question, we would pray, we would find just a unity of heart and mind. Now, take your hands and have a look at them. Isn't that amazing that the Son of God had hands? And these hands, they blessed children and healed the sick. And they made food even. One time they took a towel and they washed feet. And we know those hands were stretched out and nails were driven through them to redeem us. Hands can be remarkable things. Let's pray today that God will use our hands in his purpose to serve others. Perhaps God will lay a name of, on your heart of somebody that 
he just wants you to reach out to and, and serve in some capacity this week. Lord, we give you our heart and we give you our hands willingly to serve you. Now perhaps take a hand and put it on your head and pray that God gives our church an ever-growing knowledge of God. Let's pray God guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Pray for those who lead in kings for wisdom and discernment and encouragement. just take a look at your feet let's pray for our feet let's pray that our feet as king's church would be used by god let's pray that god's word illuminates our path and helps us to follow him in obedience and love let's pray that god's family would be increasingly mobile walking in the ways he has prepared for us let's pray he will show us the places he wants us to go Lord, we give you our feet today. Lord, would you take us to unexpected places? Even where we are right now as we pray these prayers, Lord, open our eyes and help us to see the place that you've put us in today. let's pray for our church weekend away in March at the end of March that we that that there will be a place where we hear God's heartbeat over us as his people that it will be a place where we serve one another in love and a place where God directs our steps Here's the second theme of our prayer week, that God wants us to reorient to a great commission mindset. Wonderfully, Jesus has called us into his mission. Hear his words of commission over you today. Go into all the world and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He didn't give them a small commission, he gave them a great commission. And it's personal to each of us, yet it's so much bigger than any one of us. Take a moment to pray that God will guide your steps today. Who is he calling you to go to? Pray for your work colleagues, your uni mates, your neighbours and friends.
God wants to also enlarge our vision of what the Great Commission means. Those early disciples, they went to the ends of the earth, understanding that this commission was so vital. Let's call out to God for our nation of Scotland. Do you know there are many towns in Scotland where there's no vibrant, spirit-filled, Bible-believing community of believers? Let's pray that God raises up church-planting movements in our land. And let's pray that as kings, we will find our place in this. Let's pray that in time, kings will become not just a family, but a family of churches that will bless our nation. Let's pray right where we are just now. Take a moment to pray for East Lothian and Mid Lothian and West Lothian. We've already got a church there and for Fife. Pray for God to do a new thing with his church in all of these places. He's called his people to rebuild ancient ruins. Here's a prayer that you can pray before the Lord right now. It's a dangerous one. You may not be ready to pray it. Isaiah said it like this. Here am I, Lord. Send me. region before you in prayer please do a new thing would you grace us to be a church that blesses the furthest parts of the Lothians and and Fife and the borders and beyond please Lord send workers into the harvest field for the sake of those who don't know you please fill this land with your glory For that prayer to become a reality, uh, God will be raising up another generation of leaders and wholehearted disciples of Jesus. So let's take a moment to pray that God will increase the number of disciples and leaders among us. Let's pray for those who are helping to teach others to follow Jesus. Let's pray for those leading pod courses helping young Christians make good decisions in those early days and weeks of the Christian life.
And let's pray for those involved in helping bring others to maturity in Christ, often just through friendships, through relationships, through mentoring, through coaching. Let's pray for God's grace and impartation that those who are young may become mature. pray for a moment for structured teaching and training. Do you know the opponents of the early church made this accusation? They said, see how they have filled the whole of Jerusalem with their teaching. I think those early Christians must have taken that as a bit of a tribute, a medal of honor. Let's pray for the church in Edinburgh. Let's pray for King's Church that God would enable us to teach God's word faithfully and extensively and influentially, that God's word would increase and spread. Let's pray ahead into the autumn when we hope to launch our GROW teaching program, aimed to equip us in areas of knowledge, skills, and character. Alongside our knowledge, let's pray that God upskills us in his gifts and matures our character so that we may be useful for him in his purposes, in his great commission. the third big theme of our week of prayer that God would help us rely more and more and more on the Holy Spirit because actually we can't even be the family of God and we can't even attempt the Great Commission without his help the last thing he said was and I am with you always until the end of the age it's his presence with us that makes all things possible. And Jesus didn't give his people a marketing strategy or clever methods to help the world come to know Jesus. He gave us his Holy Spirit. Acts 1, Jesus promised, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And when we face discouragement or inadequacy, he says, those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. 
They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And when we don't know what to do, the Spirit gives us wisdom. And when we don't have ability of our own, He gives us the gifts that we need. Let's take a moment to soak in the Holy Spirit and to be filled with Him. The Spirit is like the wind. Let His wind blow on you. Blow away anxiety. Blow away lethargy. Blow in his love for you. And the Spirit is like oil. He is anointing you for service. He's setting you apart. Just feel him pouring over your head and your hands and your heart right now. And he's the fire. The Holy Spirit purifies us from sin and empowers us to do God's will. Let's pray for our church. Let's pray that we would experience the Lord's presence powerfully when we gather, directing and encouraging us. Let's also pray that we would be led by the Spirit and hear the Spirit's voice as we are scattered across our city during our week in our homes, workplaces and small groups. Let's pray that God would stir us up to higher levels of fruitfulness and service. You know, all of this comes from the Holy Spirit. Psalm 110 says, Your people, Lord, shall be willing in the day of your power. Lord, we just pray that you would fill us and flood us with your Holy Spirit today. That, Lord, you'd enlarge our hearts, you'd enlarge our capacity. Lord, give, give, give us a deeper desire and love for you and your kingdom, which we acknowledge that only you can do. Amen. Hey, well, we're nearly done. So just back to our psalm that we started with. 
God has heard our cries. He's been listening today to the very things you've been talking to him about. Now, position yourself expectantly. Take a moment just now, just before we finish, to wait for him to speak. What's he saying to you today in answer to the prayers you've prayed? Amen. Great. Well, thank you so much for praying along today. God bless you as you are led by his spirit today. Hopefully catch up with you later in the week of prayer.